winning Wednesday with Dr. Hancock. How to win while being wounded and offended. Let's first talk about what, what does it mean to be wounded, to be injured, usually to the body. It's usually violent and involves laceration and a breaking. Um, and if you want to apply that to your spirit, when we submit to God, when we come to him, there's a breaking of the spirit. Why? Because we're not where we, usually we're not where we need to be. And we are definitely not in the place where we um, have God's mind, which is his word within us, um, to be wounded. And when we're talking about being offended, to feel hurt and angry, upset by something done or something said, which is an unpleasant place. But when you talk about being angry, it's a feeling of showing strong annoyance, um, displeasure, and hostility. What happens is when we are wounded and we offended, we're not even walking in what the Word of God says because so many times we allow the woundedness of being offended to cause us not to walk into the very anointing and the power of God. And that's a scary place to be because... God never said that these things weren't going to come. He just always assured us that he would make a way of escape. But so many times when we are wounded, we're not looking for, we, we're not looking for the out. We're looking for the retaliation, especially according to whether we're walking in the spirit of God or whether we're walking in our flesh. So just keep in mind that it makes a difference. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is how we respond and are we doing the righteous thing or are we just doing what we think is right? And there's a difference because God's ways are past finding out. So we're not, unless you're connected to the Holy Spirit, we're not necessarily going to respond the whole the way the Holy Spirit tell us to respond. But in order to do that, then we have to have a relationship with God. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead out. Matthew 24, 10 says, And then shall many stumble, and shall deliver up one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise, and shall lead many astray. And because iniquity shall be multiplied, the love of many shall be waxed cold. But he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. So keep in mind, look at what's going on in this season um, in our land. Look at what's going on all over the land. Look at what's going on in the church. Look at what's going on with the prophets. Look at what's going on with the pastors. Look at the people's soul. They're looking for what God has for them. But who's giving them the food for their soul? My God, who's giving them? Who's telling them? what God is saying, who's leading them back to the one that is leading us by the spirit of God. Look at it. Look over the land. Look at the land. Look at what is going on in the land. And why do the church not have the authority and the power of God? Because as families and as individuals, we are not walking in the very authority that God has given. So what happens is we now resort to being offended in the flesh because we are not, we know that we are spiritual beings, but we are not being governed by our spirit. We are being governed by how we feel because of all the things that we put into our spirit. 
James 1 and 19 says, Ye know this, my beloved brethren, but let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Let me give you a perfect example. Yes, I'm saved. And yes, I'm at work. And yes, this teacher or this whatever person comes and says something to me that is truly offensive. So because I allow my carnal man to take over, then I retaliate. Why? Because he did it in front of people. And now I'm going to do what I'm going to do in front of people instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to really take control. Because you know what? Silence is truly a powerful weapon too if you know when to use it. So it doesn't matter what happens. God is not holding us accountable for what other people do. He is holding us accountable for what we do. So we have to make sure that we allow the Holy Spirit to lead out, to make sure that what happened, we are still walking in the very anointing of God. And because this is how it should be done. In Matthew 18, 15 through 17, it says, And if thy brother sin against thee, go, show him his fault between thee and him alone. If he hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he hear thee not, take with thee one or two more, that at the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuse to hear them, tell it unto the church. And if he refuse to hear the church, also let him be unto thee as the Gentiles and the Republican. So God has an order and a purpose and a plan on how we should do things. But so many times, again, we revert back to our carnal nature because you did it to me during that time, then I'm going to do it back to you during this time. You know, so it's that carnal man that is always trying to get out and always trying to um, act up because why? The Holy Spirit is waiting for us to revert back to that old man so that he can take advantage of us. Because keep in mind, his whole purpose is to get us out there and to lead, the, lead us and leave us out without a life raft. As the Holy Spirit is our life raft. The Holy Spirit is our guide. The Holy Spirit is there to keep us. So we can be wounded, but you have to have your ear open and you have to have your knees bent so you can hear what God is saying. Why? Because you want to move from being wounded and move from being offended to where you can hear what God is saying. So many times, even asking God and thinking that God is going to do a certain thing a certain way, it's not. God's ways are truly past finding out. And I know from personal experience of what I just experienced, thinking that God was going to do it this way. Why? Because according to the word of God, I fit the description of walking upright before God and doing things the way God say do it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is leading me. But then one time when I expected God to do and to deliver and to set free and to provide, I didn't get it the way I wanted, well, the way I thought it would have come. And the Holy Spirit began to minister to me and, and God had to correct me. He said, I am God. I don't have to answer to you. You know, there are certain things that we can ask God, but there are other things that God is going to do what God is going to do because he is God. And keep in mind, he's moving our faith from glory to glory. The word of God declare that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. 
those who are the called according to his purpose. So it really don't matter um, how it happens. What we have to do is keep our heart and our mind upright before God. So it doesn't matter what happened. What matters is how you look at what happened and what position you, position you take when that thing happened. Are you open to the Holy Spirit so he can minister to you in that season? Or maybe God needs to rearrange the way you think and what you're thinking about him. Because he doesn't have to tell us, but we just got to be confident in what his word says. He says that all things is going to work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Those who are the called according to his purpose. But it doesn't mean that you get to tell him how he's going to work out your situation. He's God. He is not your puppet. He's not our puppet. He is God. He is God. He is God. He is God. So when you get wounded or you get you get upset or you get offended, even in the Holy Spirit, don't hold back. Take that thing to God in prayer so that God can take it and use it as a learning tool in your life and a learning curve for you and for others. Okay? So Proverbs 18 and 19. It says a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. And such contentions are like the bars of a castle. Oh my God, let me read that again. A brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. And such contentions are like the bars of a castle. You have to trust God, regardless of how it looks, regardless of which way it goes. You have to be sold out to the very promises of God. And just knowing that, you know what, regardless of what happens, the word of God declares that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord, those who are according to God's purpose. So just know that if you are called and your heart is upright toward God, I promise you it's going to work out for you, regardless of what it looked like, regardless of what it feel like, you have to really really trust God and, and hoping and wishing and praying is not that you got to pray. You got to pray and be confident that what God said, it is what is going to happen. So, so many times keep in mind when God tell us stuff and we've had our thoughts are, it's just a feel our our mind is just a feel of thoughts. So you have to channel what you think about and you have to channel what you, how you think you got to make sure that this thing is so lined up with the word of God that nothing can come in and occupy unless it confirms what God is saying. Ephesians 4 and 18 says, Ephesians 4 and 18, being darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardening of their hearts. You got to make sure that regardless of who is in your life, regardless of what you've experienced in your life. Sometimes we don't have because we don't ask. You have to ask the Father. If you have a need in your life, tell him all about it. He does see it, but you got to bring it before him. So you can recover. You can recover from anything. You can recover from being offended. You can recover from being wounded, but it's the job of the Holy Spirit. If you let him, if you let him, if you let him. So many times when we get wounded, we pull back 
and we do not think that things are going to happen the way God says. But that's all the more reason to submit to God. The word of God tells us in James 4 and 7, it says, Be subject therefore unto God, but resist the devil and he will flee from you. So you can't have those negative thoughts. God is not in the negative thoughts. You keep in mind that the enemy thoughts are just coming. And because your your mind is so used to you thinking a certain way, it, things thoughts are things. Thoughts are things. We're not fooling nobody. Thoughts are things. And you got to give it to God so God can take it and make it into what he needed to be. And when you do that, you can be confident that it'll work the way it's supposed to work. Why? Because it's in God's hand. It's in his hand. So first Peter five and eight says, be sober, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And may means giving permission. So if you are thinking negative, if you constantly thinking contrary, anything to what the word of God is saying, then it's going to work the way you think it's going to work. So you got to make sure that you are lining everything up with what God is saying because it changes everything. In this season, it doesn't matter what it looked like. It doesn't matter what the enemy is trying to do. Guess what? The enemy has already been defeated. God has already done. He's already won. The victory is already his. We just got to work out what God is saying. And when you work out, your own soul salvation with fear and trembling, I promise you, you will be the epitome of Psalm 112, 6 and 7. For he shall never be moved. The righteous shall be had in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. Your heart is fixed, trusting in God. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid. So in this season, it doesn't matter about the pandemic. It doesn't matter. It just matters that you do what you need to do to protect your system and probably things God has been telling you to do anyway. But now it's even a more reason to get in line with what the word of God is saying. If you feel fearful, if you feel anything other than what God is saying, you got to make sure that you go back to the word of God and see what the Lord is saying in this season. I'm telling you, there's nothing new under the sun at all. There's nothing new. First John five and four says, for whosoever is begotten of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that are the over, that has overcome the world, even our faith. And who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? My God, I'm telling you, your faith has to be so fixed on God, regardless of what happened. You are not your circumstance. And I'm telling you, today, mercies are new every day. And you can decide to change the way you think. Because 2 Timothy 4 and 3 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but having itching ears will heap to themselves teachers after their own lust, and will turn away their ears from the truth and turn into fables. God has already designed this thing. Stop. Pick yourself up. Get back to the cross and hear what God is saying. Bend your knees and settle yourself in God. Calm your mind in God, and I promise you, you will start to see the things that God has decreed and declared about your life in his word. He's already, he's just waiting for us to get in position. 
He's already done it. It's already done. It's already, the victory is already won. Death is already, the victory is already won. Jesus died on the cross. He went to hell. He has already won the victory in every area of our life. We just got to walk it out. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that when we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hear us. And if you know that he hear you, just like I do, you know that your petitions are granted. So go back, listen, allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you to all truth. Because just like the enemy, the word of God says that God is looking to and fro, seeking whom he can show himself on behalf of. Is it you? Is it you? Or is it you? I know it's me. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That when we ask anything according to his will, which is his word, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real Talk, Dr. Hancock, we need you to like, comment, subscribe, and share.